Chapter 6, Port Headland. It's been three days and the men have been anxious to touch land. They want nothing more than to rid themselves of the heavy and dangerous load they acquired in Madrea only a few days back. Once the transaction is complete, they can move on and spend their fortunes how they see fit. As we moved closer, all eyes were tense. Their body language was that of a lynx ready to pounce on its prey. Steady, keen, and small pumps of adrenaline waiting up till that moment. Port Hedland is famous for its rich cargo and beautiful architecture. It also shares the larger city's infamy for crime and women that roam the streets. The poor and hungry are kept out of sight but can see us just fine. The men with large ships and shining jewels are always welcome here, as the restaurants, hotels, bordellos have such splendid services fit for a king. Navy sailors who protected these coasts years ago still patrol the area, warding off any plundering and pillaging of the town's merchants. Once the morning work was finished for a handful of men on the boat, they began to end another set were steadying themselves with the sacks. Hundreds of them, it seemed. They moved them across the deck, piled them into iron-lined wooden crates, dark blue, light red circles on the sides with freight branded into the broad boards, covered what was truly inside. It seemed as though the crates didn't end. As they finished piling them together neatly and orderly, two more chests appeared. Each one had the letter J branded on all four sides, these were extremely heavy. At least four men had to carry these to the deck and in position. I'm sure these would hit the horse-strong carriages first. Most ports provide a large wench that could easily be hooked up. Hooked up to these chests, lifted over the bow and placed safely wherever the owner desired. Captain Foreman was dressed in his black uniform robe once more at the same time, about half the men dressed in the deck below. They put on their usual blue, the Queen's blue. They were up to something similar to the chameleon I read about in storybooks. The ship seemed to be alive, changing color and shape right in front of my eyes. The ship pushed forward. The sky was ominous and clear. We passed through the night and woke to a gloomy morning almost like a faint fog rolled over and the coast before was our arrival. The clouds lay low over our heads. I stayed close by to Scotty for most of the morning. He seemed overly excited as we moved closer to port. In a way, he was moving closer to the dream of him and his father having real time together after so many years. It was time for a new life indeed, dreams to be fulfilled and heeding the words of sanctuary.